Welcome to Show and Tell Now, shall we? What is good, beautiful people? Not my singing. I'm Creator K. What's what's up? And welcome to episode 37 of the Show and Tell podcast, a bi-monthly show on every first and third Tuesday of each month where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about because sharing is caring. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Good to have you here. Nice to meet you. If you've listened before, welcome back. Good to see you. Well, I can't actually see you, but I imagine you look great. You look great. This episode marks two years since this whole show and tell thing kicked off. It's actually, technically, it's been two years and one month since show and tell as a project kicked off, but this episode marks two years of the podcast, which is pretty dope. So I just wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone who has tuned in thus far in any capacity, whether it's consuming five seconds of the show, five minutes, five episodes, or rocking with what we're doing on social media, the Spotify playlists, all of that. It's very, very much appreciated. I want to say more, but I'll leave it at that. Just know that I appreciate you all, and I love that uh, I get to do this, and I love you, and I love myself. You should love yourself more. You should tell yourself right now. Before I continue, tell yourself I love you, self. All right, I'll give you I'll give you a couple seconds to do that. That was beautiful. All right, enough of that sappy shit. I'm hard. Don't think because I I get a little vulnerable and sentimental and reflect on things that I'm not hard. I didn't cry yesterday. I mean, I don't cry at all. This yeah. Anyway, where am I? Uh, yeah, joining me on the show for this episode is producer, singer, songwriter Chromanichi. A musical artist who does not limit himself to one form of sonic expression, allowing him to have a diverse catalog of tunes in which you're bound to find something you'll vibe with. In part one of the episode, Chrome talks about his incredible work rate that has resulted in the output of a ridiculous amount of music this year, how he learned to become confident in himself and his art, which was, and still is, aided by external validations. That shit is important as an artist. It's good to hear that you're doing a good job from time to time, that people are enjoying your work. Am I right? Yes, I am right. You disagree with me? I, don't forget, I'm hard. All right. <laughs> so we talk about so we talk about that a little bit, and we also talk about pressure, talk about taking breaks, and we talk about valuing oneself. In part two, Chromanichi brings in the item that gives him his music superpowers. It might not be what you expect, but it's well worth finding out what it is. Now, with that said, let's get into it. It's time for show and tell. Welcome to episode 37 of the Show and Tell podcast. I'm your host, Creator K, and joining me on the show today is artist, producer, vocalist. I don't know why I'm slowing down, but it feels right. <laughs> it's Romanichi. What's good? <laughs> What's good, man? Good to be here. Good to be yeah. here. Happy to have you on the show. Um, I like to ask my guests who sing, how'd I, how'd I do there? I'd like some feedback. You kind of snapped. I'm not going to lie. Oh. Like, you you hit you hit it. I wasn't ready for the vocals, so I think when it's a pleasant surprise like that, you know, I, I survive. You know, you know, I usually am not ready for them either. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I decided to do early on to I don't know initially give it an extra layer, but now I'm thinking maybe I introduce the vocals because there might be people out there who's like. I don't want to listen to this guy's opinion because he doesn't make music. But then, but then I then I hit him with with some some uh, sing song, and they're like, "Oh, 
let's, let's listen so. in. Yeah. Let's listen in. Okay. No, legit. Yeah, that's 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 hilarious, bro. I was Man. like, okay, come on. Yeah, thank oh, you. I was just searching for some early validation. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, all good, man. I'm a, I'm a I'm a gas station. That's what I do. Provide the provide the hype. I appreciate it. So, Kromanichi, for those who might not know who you are or what you do, tell them who you are and what you do. What's up, everybody? My name's Kromanichi. I'm a 24 year old artist, producer, vocalist. As my good guy creator K just said, um, I do like genre bending beats, experimental hip hop contemporary rb um all kinds of other experimental crazy stuff but uh yeah i make crazy music i've been doing this for about six years and yeah i'm from i'm based in the dmv right now uh but born and raised in texas so doing my thing and about to keep it moving you know yeah that's what's up you are quite the genre bending musician i i would agree with that statement before we get into anything more this is what I like to do when I have on guests who make music. I like to play a track or two. I don't know why I said a track or two. We're going to play two. Two tracks to give the audience a taste of what you make. I'm going to pick one if that's cool, and then you can pick one. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? Uh, you go first. I'm interested. I think you set the tone. Okay. The pressure's on, because I have a lot written down. I have a few different <laughs> choices. Part of me was hoping that you would go first to kind of like make my decision easier but i i i i'm open to it let's go i, I accept the challenge <laughs> let's go i'm gonna go with simply put oh nice yeah okay. so let's rock that and we'll see you on the other side So that was simply put, and I was not lying. I really did have a few different options to pick from because I've been listening to your music for a few years now. I actually was scrolling back through SoundCloud just to kind of catch what the first track was. I don't even know if I can remember it right now, but it was two or three years ago. 
Uh, and I went with simply put, but like I said, I had a bunch of different options because you really do bend genres. You do really cover a lot of different sonic energies, as one might say. Mm. Why do you like to kind of spread yourself out in terms of styles that you make? Oh, man. Honestly, I think my main reason um, for it is I think I like to express myself in a lot of ways. Uh, and in terms of the music and where it comes from, I just kind of create what I'm feeling. And uh, I grew up listening to a lot of different types of music, doing a lot of different types of kind of different stuff. Like I play Guitar Hero coming up. So I love like classic <laughs> 80s rock. Like, yeah, uh, like I like really like like I was even rocking some death metal. Like and then I can listen to like, you know, more like Bossa Nova jazz. And I really like, you know, some pop records and R&B. And like I feel like I have a really vast kind of appreciation and then kind of mix that with like my main inspirations being like Pharrell, Stevie Wonder, people that were like genre benders before it was cool, I guess. Mm. Really set the tone for me because their their knowledge is kind of is their their not their knowledge, but their um their range. That's the word. Their range is insane. They have like a crazy amount of of different sounds and things and I don't know. I like to bring that that same sort of flavor, um, but with my own twist. But yeah, truly, truly, I just like the melodies and the songs that I sing in my head don't have a genre. I just kind of make whatever it comes out to be. And, you know, this is kind of how it rolls out. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, like legit naturally, you know, I just I, th- I think that I mean, most people that would hang out who've met me or, you know, know me and stuff know that like, I mean, I'm just chill and down for low-key whatever and like just kind of always looking to kind of glean from that and i love hanging out i got friends all over the world i don't know i just kind of like i've always considered myself to be like open to a lot of different and new experiences and i think it shows in my music yeah absolutely and by the way i love the guitar hero reference shout out old school guitar hero do they still Bro, make that game honestly I like guilty pleasure. Like I got, I got the sixth one. It's like six one. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm I low nice. like I was on score hero, like leaderboards. Like there are clips of me playing through the fire and flames on expert, like rocking the intro. Like I'm kind of nice. Ooh. So like, I like, they definitely make the game. I don't think they make any more new guitar heroes. I think the sixth one was the one that I got. And that was made in like, I want to say 2000 and when was that? 11, 12, oh, wow. something like okay. that. It's been a minute since they yeah. got a new one because they started doing DJ Hero and Band right. Hero and all these other ones. But yeah, the OG Guitar Hero stuff, whether you're like battling like, you know, Tom Morello. Yeah, Tom Morello and like yeah. Underworld, you know, Overlords <laughs> like, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> that are like just happen to shred. Like it, that, yeah. I think that age of the game is over with, unfortunately. But, bro, Guitar Hero rocks. That game. So in middle school dances, they would have a room reserved for Guitar no Hero. Like way. you could go, you could go dance in the cafeteria, and then you, you literally. So the the dances would be like what two or three hours long. It would right. go from probably what like six to nine because you're. 13 years old <laughs> yeah, <you> couldn't <laughs> yep. could stay yep. up later than that but they yep. would have a room and you really could only play one song because the queue was so long but that our hero was dope. was a was a huge sensation i was like and it was everywhere like walmart they just had a guitar hero controller just hanging you know to play like it was legit it was that game bro and i like what an era 
I know. One, one last quick reference. Yeah. I never grew up with a console, and I got Guitar Hero for Christmas on my computer. That's that's what I played video games on. Word. But for some reason, our graphics card wasn't up to speed for Guitar Hero. I think it was three at the time. So my parents rented me an Xbox from Rent-A-Center <laughs> oh, <laughs> for two weeks. So it oh. is so sweet. At the time, I like... I was very appreciative of it of it then and now. Um, partially at the time, I was a little embarrassed because, like, when I told my friends about it, you know how young kids are. There's a little bit of uh, bants uh, chirping going on oh, there. 100%, but uh, 100%, but yeah, yeah. The, I just think it's hilarious that you could like rent a game center or sorry, you could rent a game console from like Rena Center oh, <laughs> just yeah. to play Guitar Hero. Wild business model. I love it, but like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't really hear about Rena Center being like popping anymore but no me either. honestly hey it served its purpose for you man and that's i love that it's like, true shout out rena center <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um let's hear a track from you let's get your pick what kind of vibe are you feeling right now that would translate into the song that you choose to play for the audience nice i think i'm gonna pick i think i'm gonna pick a pick a soul song i got a couple soul songs that i like mess with i feel like they're like really representative of me but Go with trust. I really like trust. All right, we're going to play that. Catch y'all on the other side. Yeah. 
that was Trust. Why'd you pick that song? Do you feel that you wanted to demonstrate a slightly different side of you or yeah, g- give me some reasoning to that decision? Yeah, honestly. So most times I get on like podcasts, radio shows, interviews, stuff like that. I, I normally pick a song that I feel like I will call them my soul songs. They're just like really representative in terms of me, like energy wise, vibe wise, like it might be a color that I was thinking of, or it might just be like a time in my life that the way that the creation came about, it really like just served a purpose of like really um, providing peace and comfort with like my soul. So mm. I picked trust because trust is just one of those ones, man. I like uh, the way that everything came together and some of the melodies and stuff. And it, it just, it really, I feel like I really connect with it on a really deep level. Um, not to say that I don't connect with everything, but sometimes you're just trying to flex or you're just trying to make <laughs> a banger or you're trying to, you know, make a hit. So, uh, but this, that song was truly like a creation that came from, came from the heart, my guy. Came from the soul. That's what's up. The soul. You, I mean, your the names of your tracks really kind of capture your current state of being. I would imagine, right? I mean, is it oh, is yeah. it easy to kind of pick the names of your songs because they a lot of them, if people look at them, they'll notice that they're pretty emotive or at least like kind of a, a descriptor of sorts. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. it seem? Is, is does it kind of just come to you when naming tracks? Yeah, I, it normally I give myself about. I feel like the only time I have a tough time naming tracks is when it's a part of like a project and I want there to be a narrative and like I haven't already written out what I was like looking for. But most singles, man, yeah, like I name my songs after I finish them. I just start visualizing and whatever concept that I see uh, or, you know, whatever vibe I'm like feeling like it really encapsulates or maybe it's a memory that I was like, it's vividly like being drawn out of me. Um, I think I try to find something that, like you said, is a descriptor of it. Yeah. And I think that really kind of helps the listener to kind of feel what you're feeling at the time, because I kind of, I I haven't made too many short films in the, in recent past, but when I would in the past, I would also choose kind of a, a descriptor word and just kind of something to capture the way that I was feeling either while I was recording the video or while I was editing or like what it felt like after. And I feel like it's a nice way, a nice gateway into the artist. And in in a way it probably easily molds just the identity of the song and the energy it gives just by the title, which I think is really, really important and really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. So you have released a lot, (laughs) a lot of music this Uh. year. A if lot. I correct me if I'm wrong, but I was watching your Instagram live. Uh, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And you released 37 tracks this year. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> bro. <laughs> that's that is that's crazy. I would say it's a range between 37 and 50, because I have the other like 13 tracks I featured vocals on, or I've like done production for someone's release and they've like physically hit me up and been like yo release day's coming up you ready to drop this song we worked on or this album that we worked on uh like i work with just adam a lot and i've done like a single with him and like a couple of tracks on his album and like uh worked with this like uk like boy band star that they won like um, the what's it called mobos no they're called um they're called raksu raksu okay they won X Factor UK in like 2017 oh, or something. Wow. Yeah, and they were like, oh, uh, one of the guys is doing a solo project and he won 
to work. So I was like, oh yeah, of course. But I mean, that's a song that I worked. So like, that's already like four more songs. And then I released a couple of Lucid Monday joints that didn't come out on DSPs. I like the list can kind of go on for like these like unofficial releases. Had a band camp release that I did. So I'm like sitting around that. It's it's wild, bro. So much. So that is, that's crazy. So like you've had your hand in 50 odd songs this mm. this year and it's what? The end and of it, August? Yeah. And I have like, I I want to say 15 more for the rest of the year. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I uh, Another thing that I caught on Instagram live was what Caption said, who's another producer, very yes, talented producer. And he said, uh, Nietzsche is the pacemaker of the scene. Oh, wow. Just facts. Deep. I mean, I, I would agree. I Not that I like write down how many tracks other people make during a <laughs> right. year. Uh, so I don't really have anything to reference it against. But I can imagine that you are very much towards the top, if not the top, in terms of output this year. That's 30. Yeah. I mean, wow, that's that's crazy. Here's my question. Do you do anything else in your life? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was the thing, man. Like, I do. Um, but... I like I, I, that's the thing. That's the reason why I was on IG Live talking about work-life balance and just trying to like take a break from things. Uh, that's where quarantine really had me messed up, bro. It was just like I'm in my room and just creating for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and then like wanting to create for fun, but then it becoming something that I'm like, oh, this is the next EP, or you know, this is the next right. project, you know. Um, so yeah, I do other things, you know. I, I play basketball, like. I like NBA 2K. I like playing video games. I play Forza. Like when quarantine before, I was like getting in shape. I was working out. Like loves to go out and eat. I'm kind of like I'm a I'm a foodie when it's not expensive, you know. Um, mm, that, that sounds very accurate. Yeah, you like, know what I mean to me as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I like to go out and eat and stuff. I, I do other things, but I mean, I'd say self care kind of took a back seat a couple, like a few more times that I would like. I would like to happen, you know. Right. So. Yeah. So so that's probably the biggest reason why you're taking a break. Yeah, man. Honestly, it's a mixture of I need to take a break because I need to take a break to avoid uh just like burning out or uh, and the thing is like I'm going to be real like I I haven't since I started making music in December of 2014. I have not experienced a true writer's block. I have these moments where I think my circumstances block me from making music, lots of tests, um, you know, maybe a death in the family, like struggles financially that make it to where I'm not in the best headspace or nor do I have the time to create, but I really haven't really had burnout. And I think it's probably has to do something with the fact that I'm making a billion different types of genres. So like, oh, one day I'm like, oh, I can't make, you know, future beats let's make some country like well, i've never made country don't say that. Yeah, like, <laughs> what a genre to pick wow bro i just like i was like wanted to do something highly highly opposite and i'm like yeah but yeah, i might yeah. just make something different but long story short i like think that I, like i needed a break from that and also my career as a independent artist is low-key an experiment like a live experiment where I'm just like trying to figure out what works. And I think right now with all that music out there circulating and floating around uh, from an experimental standpoint, like I got too many variables and I need to some time to see what the hell is working, what's not working. 
evaluating if it was worth it to release that much music uh maybe figuring out what alternative or finding a sweet spot is this the sweet spot i just like need to like also just look other content directions just take a break and like see what chromanichi is more about like i love being personal and authentic with my fans and friends and family and like i don't want to start jeopardizing that just because i'm chasing after something so just need a mm. break to just kind of like whew, let's regroup yeah and just kind of give a get a bird's eye view of what you've done and maybe where you can improve if you want to improve on something exactly and, and exactly maybe see where where the next landing point is to hit the ground running and whatnot. I mean, that's good. It's something that pops up in these episodes often is just, you know, artists talking about needing a break or just having gotten off of a break and how beneficial it can be. So I'm, uh, I'm excited for you to, to take a little, you know, a little bit of a hiatus or whatever that means, you know, exactly. I don't I'm, know if you'll, I'm trying. Well, <laughs> it's difficult. I have releases slated through the end of the year. Like mm, mm-hmm. legitimately every month of the year has something that's like, that's coming so uh the break is i guess me saying like uh, let's not try to pack the schedule any tighter and maybe i can pivot and just do something different but yeah it's what's funny is a lot of my friends one of my friends uh who makes music it goes by klrx we've worked together oh that's what i was forgetting he he and i made like a bunch of songs this year too or a couple yeah, songs. Shout, shout out KLRX. I, we, yeah. we met. I don't know if he remembers. We met in New York City uh, one night at a show. Oh, that's so dope. fire. Yeah, yes. I screwed up the dap at the end. He'll If he remembers oh, yeah. me, it's probably because of that. It was like two in the morning. <laughs> he We dropped him off at his house and uh, I dapped him up and he's like, yo, what the f- was that? And I was oh, like, I'm sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so yo, ho- he's hopefully a, he's he still holds me in a high, decently high regard. I don't know. He should. He should. He's a super <laughs> nice guy. Really. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he just he gives me a hard time because he's like, we, we'll like go three days without talking. He'd be like, so you got like four tracks from me or what? And I'd be like, <laughs> bro. And he yeah, when I told him I was taking a break, he's like, what's this break look like? And I'm like, you know, to be quite honest, I've made like four beats and i'm like not slowing down as much as i think that i like i I, to truly take a break i think it's a test so i'm like i need to just like just put it away don't touch your keyboard you have a beat idea save it for later so i just try something different yeah if it's if it's a good idea if it's worth it it'll come back to you yeah so do you feel any sort of pressure? Is that something that might play into why it's kind of difficult to separate yourself from your work and take a bit of a break? Is there any pressure that you put on yourself to continue to release music or at least release music of a certain standard? Yeah, a thousand percent, man. I, I like um, I this whole situation, just kind of like my background and everything has always kind of been born of out of pressure. And so you're a diamond oh yeah not maybe maybe soon maybe soon but i'm definitely nearing nearing that stage it's just like i've been put under a lot of pressure um and i wouldn't necessarily like everything isn't just like a lot of it is internal as well but you know from you know being first gen college student and like you know growing up in tough you know tough environment to like moving to dc and making my chasing my dreams and like ditching my degree that I like worked so hard for. There's a lot to prove to myself. I feel like a lot to prove to like my fans, friends, family that are all tuned in because at the end of the day, 
I, I really do hold myself to that regard. So it's been a lot of pressure just because I'm like, I know I've been giving y'all a lot of music and I feel like I have the space to take, you know, take a step back, but also have I set a, a standard for myself, you know, or not. I got to just like, you, like we've been talking about, just kind of, I got to reevaluate, take a, take a step back. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of pressure just because I just want this so bad, you know, I want this so bad and I want, I want to be successful. Um, not sorry. Let's rewind. Let's reword that. I want, I want this so bad and I want to always push myself to higher and higher stages, but I really just want to be comfortable and taking care of the people that I love. And like at the end of the day, I don't feel like I can stop and rest until I can properly do that. So that's a lot of the pressure comes from, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Same energy. I feel that heavily. I have this complex where I feel like I'm always not always letting people down, but I feel like if I'm not coming through with work or helping people out, you know, if someone asked me to do a gig or something, if I say no, I feel like I'm letting them down. Do you ever feel any of that? Oh, hundred percent. I'm also working out on my people pleaser situation too, because yes, men in this industry don't really go together. You can do a lot, but like at the end of the day, I like I've really been trying to take a step back and be like, yo, honestly, I gotta like turn people down sometimes. I gotta take my own space. Because um, not that people don't care, but like uh, there's no way for them to know how much, how many different places you're leveraged at one time or how many different tasks you're strung across at one, you know, at one moment. At one point, you just kind of got to be like, I've just had to start saying no and just start making sure that I don't feel like I'm letting people down just because it's better for me to not do that thing at the time or, you know. Like, it's not always have to have a reason like, oh, man, you know, got to go to work or, you know, got to help this one person with this one thing. Like, I, I sometimes just just know, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, literally no. just know. So, yeah, I suck at that. But it does feel good when when you say it, especially if you absolutely have to. I feel like that's sometimes the way that people get into the habit of saying no is like when you absolutely are forced into saying that. Or at least yeah. I've found that a bit. Yeah, like you, you literally can't take on any more. It's something I talked about with 92 Elm, or rather he talked about with me. He's just, he said that he kind of gauges the temperature, sees what on his, what's on his plate. And if he can't take anything else on, just says no. And I feel like that can kind of help build that habit, which is super important. So I, I hope that you're able to continue saying no so you can uh, enjoy a break because it seems like you've earned it. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a new habit and I'm really loving it because I think that it's just going to spell more satisfaction with the things I've said yes to. Mm, I like that. Yeah. You've only been making music for six years. That's surprising to me. I it just, your sound sounds very seasoned. Like it seems like you've really developed a, I mean, you have, you've, you've developed a very unique sound and I, I don't know that. why, I guess I would just assume that that would take longer than six years. I don't know. I, I cause I'm not a musician, so I, I don't know. And it, everything real. is, is different for, for everybody, but you've, you've, really pumped out a lot of quality as we've talked about um you've gained a lot of recognition you've opened up for selection there's a lot of people talking about you a lot of bigger names within the scene that give you a lot of respect mm. has that changed your perspective on anything at all like not just you know yeah just anything music the industry people yourself has that changed anything i think for the way that i see and i interact with the industry i think that it's shown me that i have more leverage than i think that i do i have you know, people like, you know, mess with me more than 
than more than I think that they would. I really can do, I can make some noise in this. I'm making noise in this, you know. It kind of shows me that like things aren't just going on behind the scenes secret, like nothing's changing. Like uh, I really do feel like I, I have a place in this industry. I think I've had to learn to like pardon my part of my French, but like just talk my shit. Like mm. I gotta like tell people that I know what I'm doing, like that I'm that I'm about this and this is what I do, this is what I've done. Because I think that like people will start your value where you start your value at the very least, like or at the very most. Like they'll they're not gonna give you a whole lot of credit beforehand in this industry. Like if you're if you're out here talking about, oh, I'm all right, I'm cool, they're gonna be like, All right, cool, you're all right, you're cool. But like I gotta be, I gotta come with that, come with that energy to like make sure people know what's up. I mean, so that's like recent changes. Um, but I think generally, I'm pretty proud to say that like the things that I, you know, Christian like stand for, like Chromanichi, like who I am, like, I don't think that's changed much. Like I want to always interact with everybody that's commenting. Like I always want to like show a lot of love on like, you know, to people who are showing me a lot of love just like reciprocal authenticity and just like loving it and just being a part of that. Like, I really still feel like I stand for that a hundred percent. I'm just trying to add some nuance to it. Like I said, just, you know, talk my shit, you know, like really balance that and show people that like, I can be a man of the people, but also be the man. Yeah. Confidence is key. I mean, you're, you're selling a product at the end of the day. Literally, bro. Uh, selling yeah. a product like <laughs> i hate to boil it down it sounds so gross saying it that way but i, I mean, mean it, it is what it, it is. is that's exactly what it is man it's i think that's what that's what that's where if you're asking a question that's where it's changed a lot is bro like after a while you just realize i'm, I'm selling a product and i like don't want to get into like the capitalistic ways to like you know oh man i just like it's all about the money and selling i but i have to be aware and cognizant of the fact that like yeah like marketability is a hundred percent a thing like you know being able to be pushed to certain audiences and like you know just be shopped around it's it's a thing a hundred percent like so i've like i said i think you like you said confidence in, in the grand scheme of it like no one's gonna buy a burger that's like oh we make pretty good burgers no you have to be the <laughs> best burger in town like <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah you can't also be the burger that like oh yeah you know they're just so like you can be super grateful and be like yo so glad you're in my restaurant or whatever but you can't say that to everybody that walks in because i'll be like damn does he get any customers like he's acting like he's never seen people before like you know uh, that that hospitality can be worked but just like with this industry specifically like just having some confidence um and mixing it with the soft sell every now and then and, you know, continuing to stay humble, I think is important. But I think humility, there's a fine line that you walk and you can be too humble and you, it can just kind of create a whole slew of problems. But yeah, that's uh, that's where I'd say we are, man. It's, it's crazy out here. Yeah, that's really, really insightful. I, I think a lot of people who are listening, uh, or I hope that they're taking a lot from that because I was actually going to ask you, and I, I feel like you, I don't need to anymore. I was just going to ask you if you had any advice to give to anybody in any discipline, just kind of how they should approach their work, how, just any sort of advice. But I feel like that's really, really, really insightful and helpful. Mm, I'm glad. I hope it, hope it helps somebody out, man. I wish, wish somebody had told me, you know, mm. 
a lot of these things and showed me the ropes and you know just pushed me to be 100 100% believe in what I'm doing um I think I believed in my impact and how I could change people's lives but I don't know if I believed that that process was always happening or that it could always be happening just kind of like I gotta have that take that extra step of confidence and be like I'm giving people something that they love something that they want something that they need sometimes and like that's that's valuable and you know self-worth and all that stuff that you got to go through (laughs) and figure out but yeah man yeah it's wild it's very diy we spoke a little bit last episode with killerman zigo about diy again i phrased it wrong she spoke about it with me Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's like diy you learn how to do things your own way you can learn through the internet you can teach yourself but you can also teach yourself how to kind of gain confidence and you know teach yourself how to build the kind of personality you might need to to make it in places. Did you kind of, you know, getting all of this recognition and attention from people, did that kind of help you along or did you generally just find it within yourself to build that confidence and kind of build that that swagger and the the ability to talk your shit? That's real. I think I think it's a mixture of things. I'd say it's like a it's a back and forth between like people giving me credit for what I'm doing and also making sure that I'm giving myself credit for what's going on that I think has slowly built my confidence up. Like the more that that people tell me, yo, like Christian, I love your stuff. I'm like, yo, appreciate that. If I hear that so many times and I feel like I can start to, like you said, you know, talk my shit and just be more about my, be more about it, be more confident. But yeah, I think like people showing love definitely helps me be like, yo, I think I really might have something special or I really... See, even you hear that, you hear that mite, bro. I gotta cut that mite out. Like, <laughs> like I think I really have something special here, and I'm building something special. And I think, yeah, it's just kind of like I gotta walk in that. But yeah, I think it's a mixture of that and me just like, honestly, like I'm, I'm in terms of talking my shit. I talk the most shit to myself when I'm in the studio. Like, I'm like I'm just at my computer making mm-hmm, music. Mm-hmm. I'll play a chord or something. I'm like, oh my god, you're so nice. Like, <laughs> oh my god, like. The quicker, I feel like the more, the quicker I put out a song, the more that comes out. Like, I think I, I like love that feeling. So I like, mm. I did, I post like a Twitter clip where I like literally posted, I'm so nice, LMFAO, because I just, it fresh off the, fresh out the doll. And I'm just like, yo, listen to this, y'all. Aren't I, ain't I crazy? And it's my most viewed tweet and like tweet. And I'm like, ain't that some shit, bro? That was like, crazy. That, that oh, track bro. was crazy. The track oh, bro, is crazy, you, man. People was, gotta go check that out. I appreciate that, man. Shout out the shout out that lean back flip. People, people loved it, and I think it was because I loved it. Like, because mm-hmm. I when I tell you, bro, it was like I sat down for an hour, popped that bad boy out because it's really only like six tracks, like six different layers. Pop that bad boy out, and I was like, yo, this is hard. And I'm like, yo, I'm hard. I'm like, yo, I'm nice. So I just like post it up, and then like. I go to bed and I wake up and I'm like, it's still getting liked. And I'm like, oh, so of course I'm like, all right, I'll retweet it, see what happens, see if I can put it in more people's face. And then it just kind of caught another wind. And I'm like shook because I just I just decided to be like, yo, I'm nice. And people really latched onto that. So like, hmm. like in the day, I think I have to talk my own, you know, talk my own mess, you know, to a point. Um but yeah, man. Gosh, I'm sorry about yeah. that. That, that ringtone. No. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't hear anything. You're good. Okay, cool. Perfect. Did you make the ringtone? 
No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. My man's out here making ringtones. Honestly, cooking up shit. into a Nokia. niche market. You know what I'm saying? Chromo Nishi. <laughs> oh my god what is going on oh man lord lord Yo, lord but just let me say before we wrap off part one i think what you sure. are making and what you are doing is special just to uh further gas you up and bless, i don't bro. i don't mean to gas you up because it's genuine it's real bless bro. Yeah. thank you and 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 one more thing before we wrap up part one right. to bookend what we're talking about Show love to artists because that's how they get better. That's how they thrive. Because sometimes we we live, not even sometimes, a lot of the times artists live in isolation. So to hear mm. from one person to say that, yo, that shit was dope. Like that was really cool. I liked this about it. Whatever depth you feel like giving, just just show just show the love because it truly, I mean, you just, you're a testament to that. You just laid it all out there. It really, really means a lot and helps artists push forward. Yeah, that's huge, man. Yeah, it definitely, it's, it's super helpful. And- for people like me who uh, confidence is one of those things that it has to grow in you. Some people are born, you know, like, yo, I'm the guy. I'm that dude. I'm that person. Like, I run this, you know, like uh, they're built like that. And I love that for them. But for a lot of like a lot of artists, it's it's vulnerable. So, yeah, man, like like Kay said, we, we, we appreciate it. It, it fuels us. It, it takes us to the next step. It takes us to the next level. It it gives us that affirmation, you know, like you don't know, like you know, you got a nice outfit on, but like it's nice for somebody to be like, "Yo, you look good." I'm like, see, like <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it, I, just having that that sort of that back and forth. Yes, you can know that your outfit is nice, but it hits different when it's being constantly affirmed by yes, so many people yeah. you know quite so. quite literally you need gas to move you know you know it's like it sometimes like you know gassing people up has a bit of a negative connotation but it's real sometimes people you know might be feeling a little down and just need some gas in the tank that's all it takes oh that was nice that's, ah, thank that's you. nice thank you we're gonna end off there because i want to go out on top on part one <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I'm nervous that I might have peaked just now. <laughs> no, you 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 peaked, but you didn't peak with the, right. with the audio. You you peaked. Oh, though. damn! We're damn. This is this is great. I lo- I love these like little puns, subtle puns that are getting thrown in. All right, <laughs> let's uh let's bow tie. What the fuck was that bow tie? Okay. <laughs> I kind of like that bow tie. Yeah, I was like. I was just like, gonna say let's tie it up. I was trying to think of a cool way to say it. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. I peaked already. Now it's just downhill from here. But uh, yeah, let's. All right, we got it. We got it. We got it. That's what posts for. Yeah, let's wrap up part one here, and we will catch y'all on the other side. Welcome back to the Show and Tell podcast. This is part two of the show aptly called show and tell where i ask the guests to bring in an item of significance something that means something to them something that they enjoy consuming something that you might enjoy consuming too so chromanichi what have you brought in to show and tell to share with the audience and i joe today i gotta bring in the external inspiration and that's a big old bag of bright side skittles bright side we're talking the yellow the yellow bag 14 ounces 269 in texas you know two six two dollars 69 cents in texas 448 here in washington dc 
a hot mess because inflation, bro. But bro, I'm telling you, this is Damn. this is that stuff, bro. This is man. I've made some of my best stuff when I had a bag of Skittles next to me. So, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, that, man. that is like that's awesome. I love that because I'm a a candy man myself, and oh, I usually nice. go for the the fruitier stuff. Yes, bro. I'm telling you, the bright side is, the bright side Skittles hit crazy like it's supposed to be the offshoot of the dark siders ones that they had right. i didn't really like those that much because they had like a i feel like bro this is i'm getting into skittles theory here but like some people eat skittles one at a time some people eat them handfuls at a time i feel like the 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 most popping the best bag of skittles can be eaten both ways and it's always good that dark siders bag like a pomegranate lime and orange mixture in my mouth <laughs> it's horrible i didn't want to eat that so I'm like, I can't, that doesn't hit. But like, this this other bag is like, uh, like a banana pina colada with like, and then like a like a a, a fruit punch and then like a watermelon and uh, I might actually know all the flavors. That's why. Damn. Yeah, you must but, eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro, I, I I really like. It's been bad for my health at one point because I was like just eating them. But yeah, bro. I'm just I'm gonna just say. The Skittles, man. The Skittles have been with me through it all. Damn, like, through it all, like, man. Like, like what else, bro? <laughs> <laughs> right? No, bro. It's like, gosh, I've, I've been. It's just been crazy because I didn't see. So I've always loved candy like that, but, and I've always loved Skittles like that since I was a kid. But I like didn't see it being something that. And when in terms of production, like literally, some nights I would just like go to the store pick up a couple bags of skittles and i'm like i'm about to go wild tonight in the studio like i already know because i could just like the like the poor the eat you know a little drink of water here and there like i'm kind of sitting and just kind of like oh this kind of vibing off and i think this i like have really late nights so like when i'm working on some of this music so just kind of like cooking up music and you know it's 3 a.m and i'm just like shoveling skittles like gosh this is wild <laughs> a wild it's such a wild time but yeah man i'm like yeah. it's a it's that's 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 the secret for yeah, my stuff that little comfort food you're like the marshawn lynch of the music industry bro i mean i i literally like i'm trying to get on my steez and like I'm gonna try to get some content out where people see me in the studio making music with Skittles. Look, Skittle sponsorship would take me to the next level, bro. Like, I could. They don't understand, bro. I could see that easy. I feel like I just. I feel like yeah. I I could just see that. My brand's colorful. Like I'm super like bright and bubbly. Like I love. I eat them all the time. Like I mean, I feel like it's it's a match made in heaven. So they should just like they should peep me and then they'll just make lots more money. We can both have a great time. I just want. I just want like the inside scoop for all the Skittles and just I don't know. I saw Zed had a Skittles machine in his house and I was whoa super jealous. Like a dispenser kind of thing. Like like a dispenser, bro. Like Ah. like you get water out of a fridge. He had a whole Skittles machine. He's like, yeah, I just picked the flavor. I just pour a cup here and then like yeah. He's like, anyway, here's the rest of my like multi million dollar house and I'm just like, uh. that's crazy that is crazy imagine so i would love let's try to make this happen i don't have any pull in the candy industry i don't even know what's skittles is that wonka that's not wonka it's like Nestle. uh that's mars mars yeah, okay mars. Mm-hmm. so i don't have any doesn't matter because i don't have any pull with them either uh but we that's should right. get you to uh <laughs> yeah it's all right i don't know <laughs> 
Not yet, bro. Man, not yet. Yeah, that's what I'm working towards with with all of this at the end of the day. No, let's let's get let's try to get you to make your own Skittles flavor. I feel like that would be a dope goal to have. Oh, bro, it would go crazy. What uh, flavor would you make? Oh my god. So Cuz there's a lot there's a lot already. There's definitely like I mean, like they got, you know, dark side, bright side, the uh, the other ones. I can't think of any other ones besides those, but there's a bunch of others. Bro, I'd, I'd probably do something like, um, it would just be probably called like Skittles Chromo or something like that. Oh. And so each one would be like, it would be a, a great, like if we could do like a gradient color, like let's say like a blue to red or green to blue or yellow, like a fade on Damn, each Skittle. Yeah. Bro, they would go stupid. Like even just having like two flavors on, on each one, like painted, like in that, like, you know, that coating right. that they have. Right. But like, yeah, I'd probably do some like a watermelon blueberry one or, and then like a, a green apple banana one. And like, straw like an orange to red so maybe like a a strawberry mandarin orange one like mm. i would just be crazy and it would just Sounds be amazing. like bro, those five flavors i would get five flavors together and the bike would just be like a visual experience and just uh just heavenly so um, yeah, and you get that little it, spotify like qr code type thing oh my god get, on get the a back. link to your music Nah, bro. We, <laughs> you got me really sitting here. Literally, I think manifesting stuff like this is super helpful because if they had stepped to me today and was like, yo, I need you. Like, so what do you want from us? I'd be like, shit, dog, no. Like, but you just said that. I got. I, I have a whole plan. Now I'm like, oh, hell no. We got to get on yeah, this. Let's make it happen. It's like, you know, Chuck Sutton putting the, uh, is that even what it's called? The QR code? I'm just going to call it that. Like the mm-hmm. Spotify scan code. Yeah. It's like him putting yeah, that yeah. on merchandise. I mean, that's genius. Genius. A genius. Yeah. Shout out Chuck. Shout out Chuck. Chuck yeah. No, I'm the same. I'm the same way with candy. I just had a bag. Probably this. I didn't even realize it was 14 ounces because you said the price and that gives me more of an idea of like what size it is. Because <laughs> um, yeah. initially I was like 14 ounces seems like a lot. But then I then you say like the price of like two, three bucks. And mm-hmm. that, that, that's what resonates with me. I just had the uh, the Starburst, not the not the Starburst gummies, but like the, the mini Starburst. Oh, the unwrapped ones? Yeah, the unwrapped mini ones. Nice. And those are fire. I had an entire bag. Didn't mean to last night, but I did. <laughs> uh, but I but truly, like I love to combine flavors. Like let's do a cherry and lemon. Let's oh do like a, a strawberry and lemon. Those are the ones that hit the most for me. Kind of that like oh, cherry definitely. lemonade, strawberry lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely have a sweet tooth. And yeah, and you know, it's just like, I, it, it's really cool that that's kind of like your comfort aid when you make music like some people like to smoke weed some people like to have a drink but you like to have skittles and i think that's dope bro it's a while i'm like i haven't been i've had i haven't had the opportunity to be like strapped with my skittles on hand in the studio before like i'm going to do sessions but i feel like it would just hit like kind of how monty i don't know you heard monty booker is like all about the like the simply peach or the I can't say, I don't know if it's like yerba mate or yerba mate oh, I don't know how to yo, say it. Yer, He's like, yo yerba mate enlightenment. That's the sponsor I'm trying to get. Bro, you gotta go. You can get you, it, man. It's, go get it. I could go get it, but it's three dollars and fifty cents now, and they don't sell it at the Stop and Shop where I go. Shoot. <laughs> I'm I'm Shoot. upset about that. We don't that's need to not, get into nah, that. That's I'm okay, not trying bro. To, that's I'm not right. trying to get angry on the show. All right, Spain, <laughs> but the S is silent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, continue. 
yeah, Monty just has like he has his own steez, but like I would love to like have my creative like catalyst readily available for me to just like create like full like I love I've had some crazy stories like writing an EP in a week or like you know doing like mixing and mastering and finishing a whole like True Colors the project I just dropped like I I worked on that while I was at home like I just went home to visit my, my family like crazy time because corona and i like you know Mm -hmm. double masked up and all this anyway got there and like i took that project from like six whips to like finished in two weeks and like wow it was it was a crazy and honestly i just i had a bag of skittles on me almost at all times bro so like i like i don't know if it's if i'm doing the like trying to make cause like correlation causation or whatever but I'm not, I'm just, I feel like I'm onto something and I'm going to keep pushing onto it. And if I get some cool content going where I'm making beats and, you know, popping some Skittles before I get into it, I feel like, shit, I'm fire. And they'll be like, yo, and I'll be like, yo, Stan Skittles. And then that's just that. Yeah. So, yeah. For for those listening who want to work with Chromanichi, make sure you got the Skittles on deck if you really want to win his heart over as soon as he walks in the door. And for those who want to see him perish, don't let him have Skittles. <laughs> it's my, what's it, bro? Literally, it's, that would it's be like the wild. opposite of kryptonite, or what? Yeah, literally, it's just like, yeah, that's hilarious, bro. It's my, it, it's literally like it gives me my superpowers. So yeah. just be careful, like secrets out. The secrets out, bro. I mean, I've been low key spreading everywhere, mm. but no one loves Skittles like like I do, so it's fine. Like maybe Marshawn, mm. but like I got it down to a science. I know like flavors. I know like br- like bags that were discontinued. Like I'm kind of like I'm kind of obsessive about it, and that's kind of sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm into it. But well, yeah, let's get a yeah. commercial Chromanichi track. Marshawn Lynch presenting the skill. That would be, be live, bro. Oh my god, we got it all like flushed out. We just had like a think tank. Legit, session. bro. Come yeah. on, <laughs> just that's what's up. I, when i up. get this sponsorship just know i'm sending you some bags bro so appreciate just, you it's already that's what's up appreciate you that's amazing bro. skittles that's what's up skittles bro before we end off the show this is the last part where i ask the guest what i'm about to ask right now and that is what is something that you didn't learn in school what is something that you picked up in your various walks of life it can be literally anything it can be a piece of wisdom it can be a life hack cooking tip video game cheat or something just literally anything that you didn't learn in the traditional sense that is a classroom honestly i felt really stupid for this for a long time trust trust me if you not i I, this is out of love but listen to chuck sutton or peter cooley's episode and you won't feel stupid (laughs) that's funny bro legit the craziest thing that like not even craziest but just recent life hack that i was like oh word using bro using the lid to close to like to extinguish flames on candles Mm. i did not know that that was what you were supposed to use them for some of these lids are like fire retardant Mm. yeah you like you just close it and it cuts off all the oxygen right instead of having to blow like you know candle wax into the air and like you just close it off even though i secretly like really like the smell of when a candle is freshly blown out because i feel like you get the like yeah yeah it's still a pleasant smell it's a pleasant smell, but they were like, yeah, that's bad for you or whatever. And I'm oh, like, okay. oh, <laughs> so I'm like, someone was like, yeah, or no, my girlfriend was in her. She was just like going through some stuff. She's like, Christian, look at this. 
and she just put the lid on the candle and i was like yo what she's like apparently that's how you're supposed to do it and i'm like oh <laughs> bro so to anybody who, who knew you're probably like lmao bro you're late to anyone who didn't try that shit it's fucking crazy it's that wild. wild that is wild yeah. another way of doing it is uh, I learned this through a TikTok that my girlfriend sent me. This dude just screamed. Oh my God. <laughs> he like screamed at the top of his lungs and it ext- extinguished the flame. I thought that was amazing. That is a wild. That's a lot of air, bro. That's but, but I feel like I can't do that because we live in like a wooden apartment. So the walls, you can you can hear through it. So I don't want to bug my neighbor. So I like that. I like that tip. I definitely knew about it. But uh, now that now that it's more at the forefront of my mind, I'll try to keep that in mind and keep you in mind every time I extinguish a candle. <laughs> Bless, bro. <laughs> Bless candle, bro. Amazing word. So that is the end of the show. Chromanichi, once again, thank you for hopping on, dropping some knowledge, sharing some stories. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So where can people find you? And what do you want to share one last time? What do you want to plug? Check me out. Um, follow me on Instagram at Cristiano, uh, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-O underscore chromanichi mm. c-h-r-o-m-o-n-i-c-c-i what a nice mouthful <laughs> follow me there um i post cool cool things check me out on spotify literally it's the most it's like a a bag of tricks that no matter what you reach into you're gonna find something fun so like just like click on my page and i i really don't see you being like this isn't good like just have a good time so enjoy i sing you know uh, i produce i got all kinds of crazy stuff i make crazy edm bass music i make r&b i do bossa nova jazz like low-key like i'm just saying like check me out beat me on all the platforms uh oh project coming out next week Ooh. quality goods oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Full, full scale ep futuristic dystopian vibes I'm pretty excited about that one, really. I love storytelling and music, so go check that out. Absolutely. And August as 28th. always, wait, so what, what's the date? All right, August 28th. August 28th. Yeah, that's what's August up. August 28th. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what's up. And as always, all of the relevant links, including Chromanichi socials, his music, which you should definitely go check out, will be at soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at Let's Show and Tell. We've got some good content coming out in there. I'm going to take some of that energy that you've given. And we're making dope content, so you should follow us at Let's Show and Tell. Twitter, Instagram, follow our Spotify playlist updated on the regs. And as always, if you enjoy this episode, share it with a friend, as you would share anything you enjoy with a friend, because sharing is caring. Peace. <laughs>